Welcome, welcome, welcome to Eat Sleep Sixers. I am one of your hosts, 215 the Sports Guy. We got my man Bird SWP in the house. What's up, folks? Good to see y'all. We got our brother B Jizzle from what North up, what up, what up. Guys, we're coming off a very, very uh, you know, tough loss. It was tough in the sense of because we had an opportunity to win. Uh, we had a few opportunities to win, but, you know, shortly, uh, give me your feelings on what y'all saw since Berg, you wasn't on post game. Let me know how you feel about that game, man. Talk can, about I, it. can I say something before Berg talk? Go ahead. Go ahead Berg, Berg. Got on a, Berg got on an exclusive East Sleep Sixes uh, shirt you on. See like him? I, I you see, see him? You see him? I said, hold up. I said, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm on the team, man. I love y'all, dude. <laughs> uh, I love you too, baby. <clears throat> Been kind of absent, but. Definitely there in spare. But anyway, to uh, elaborate on what he was talking about, the first thing I'm going to say is Boston did not leave that game feeling like, oh, yeah, we own them. We did a lot to – well, I, I can say Doc did certain things that was detrimental to the team, especially on that last play. I mean, they actually told us. They showed everybody watching and everybody at that stadium what they was going to do. They gave it to Tatum. He had a short guy on him. That could have been the difference. But on top of that, Maxi, man, Maxi is uh, digressing drastically. And I think Doc shouldn't have used him so much once he noticed that, you know, he was ineffective on D. But coming out of that game, I, I like what we working with. I feel like we, you know, formidable in the East. Okay. So basically, I like, I like that. Uh, BG, you was on post game, but we, form we formidable in the East, but we still ain't beat them motherfuckers yet. Right. Like we we True. still ain't beat them yet. Bird. True. That's all, that's my problem. I want to beat these dudes, man. I just can't take a moral victory from that from that loss, man. Like I love the fight that we played with. It had the playoff atmosphere, but right. them, and the, them is the games we got to finish. Them games like that that come down to the wire, we got to be able to finish. We got to absolutely. Be able to and we got to be able to realize, look, the ball is going to their best player. Like, come on, let's be real. <laughs> I think they thought in their head, all right, Tatum on the other end of the floor, he's going to be outside to play as a decoy. No, the best player is getting the ball. Like, the best player is getting the rock. So, I mean, I like the way we fought. I won't say I'm won't say i I'm still torn up about the loss. We on to the next one. But that one stung, man. That one stung. I just want to beat ball. Definitely stung. I just want to beat ball. I, I would have. I do, too. I would have loved to have seen Toby on uh, him, man-to-man -man, uh, against him. I think he would have been a better matchup for that situation from him, maybe putting more of a hand in his face rather than Melton's, who's a lot shorter. You know, Tatum seemed to rose, rise right over him. Uh, he contested well, though. It was a good he contested. Contest. He when contested. I, when I watched him. That was a good day. He played good day. That was just better up. That's just Better. a big shot. Big players Huge make big shot. shots. And he knocked that. Big players make big shots. So Absolutely. The gauntlet doesn't end. We're facing another probable uh, playoff team tonight in the Miami Heat. Uh, they lost four games in a row coming into this game. So you can say that they're going to be a bit motivated to get this win. What, what are you guys' keys to the game to get this victory tonight, Bird? First of all, it's to kind of – not let Adebayo get 10 boards. Not let him, like, be a force down low 
on the boards. We got to rebound like we did the other night. We got to protect the ball like we did the other night. Right. And um, just don't don't. I mean, like, keep an eye on the intangibles. The not the main guys, not the Jimmy Butlers, the Adebayos, the other guys that you know can crush you from three or something. Our, our three point defense is a concern of mine. Absolutely. Uh, what about yep. you, BJ? Uh, I'm I'm a echo I'm a echo Berg. We got we gotta uh really stop the others from having good games. These are the teams. Miami's the team that we all know that one guy that I don't like to mention his name. What's it's his always is always a nobody that kills us for Miami. Don't get me wrong, Jimmy Butler do his thing, Bam Adebayo do his thing, but it's always one extra that does way too much. So I'm not saying let Adebayo get his and let Butler get his and let Hero get his, but be wary of when they put their bench in. Treat them as if they starters, man. We we can't we can't play down to our competition every damn game. We can't keep getting beat up by people's benches, man. We can't. Most definitely, uh, man. Second quarter lineup. Absolutely. Uh, me personally, I like to see Doc be more useful as far as the bench is concerned. Um, I want to see McDaniel's play a little bit more minutes, and since PJ's getting up there a little bit, play him a little less tonight. Uh, Play McDaniel's about 20-something, 25 minutes or so. Um, I want to see this kid get a good opportunity. Uh, Leaning on this bench, this bench has to find an identity fast, fast. Uh, We're going to lean on at least three to four of them in the playoffs. So these guys need to find out who they are and be consistent. I'm leaning towards the bench tonight. So that's yeah. that's just as important to the bench itself as to the coaching and the game plan and in the in the you know the checking up on the team you're about to play and you know coach coach you know accordingly to right. what you're about to face. <clears throat> not the same lineups, not the same substitutions. The Embiid play the whole first quarter. Situ- then situational play. coaching, situational Absolutely. coaching, not Absolutely. what my plan was. Sometimes plans change in the middle of the game. They could change. Exactly. Seen it That's with Brett Brown. Exactly. But that's my biggest thing, uh, Bird. Uh, I don't know if you watched the post game, but that's what I was going off on uh, on Jose. And well, I was back and forth with y'all. <laughs> they, they they tried to downplay. Like I said, this is Sixers podcast. I'm Sixers all the way, but I'm not going to disrespect Milwaukee. I'm not. They said they don't they don't fear them as much as they fear Boston. I said we don't have a Brooke Lopez. Right. We don't have a Bobby we Portis. Right. We don't have a Bobby Portis. We don't have a Carter. We don't have right. a Grayson Allen. Like who are these people for us? Right. When Giannis sits, when Drew sits, those guys step up. We Big have time. to see somebody step up, and that's what I, that's all I was saying. I didn't want to sound like a Milwaukee Bucks fanboy, but I'm not going to act like they role players not head over heels better than our role player. I won't say they are. I'm I'm not going to act as if their role players don't step up when needed. They're more consistent. As as, no. Yes, they're more consistent. Yeah, absolutely. But that starts with coaching as well. I, I point the finger at coaching a lot. As far as like, like you say, give Daniels twenty five minutes going into the playoffs. Get him acclimated. Like you right, understand what I'm saying? Right, Four right. minutes here, six minutes there. It's they not gonna uh, uh, beget consistency. Yeah. So, or even just borderline consistency, because who's really consistent? But I just think that starts on that bench, man. It starts at you know the Novacare Center. I, it's just, that's what I'm missing. What the hell do they do at practice? I've been asking that, like, what's, even when we win. You need to get a shirt just, with that on it. It's, you can't, it's nothing got a stamp on it in, in our, our wins or our losses. It's just 
I don't know. I seen well, somebody I... at six or twenty four seven point to the uh, whoa. Paul Reed didn't do nothing when he was in. He was in four minutes. Four yeah. minutes. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Joel and B played excellent, excellent. You know what I mean? But could he use a little bit more of a blow? Uh, during a, uh, could could have Paul Reed have brung some energy with ten minutes? Maybe, yeah. maybe. Lead disintegrated. But but we had the energy we needed from that position. I, I know we don't get this man flowers often, but PJ was the best. The he was best balling. PJ, he could have been that night. <laughs> so he we can't balling. say, hey, insert Paul Reed, take out PJ as if PJ wasn't. Nah, was I would have kept he PJ in. I would have kept PJ in at the power and had Paul oh, Reed Oh, absolutely. In there too. You know what I mean? My thing with PJ was once Horford started hitting them threes, you see the guards get penetration and B got to commit to them. That left Horford just naked for threes. Yeah, PJ Tucker would have been on him for the duration of the entirety of the you know possessions. He wouldn't have had them threes. That's why I said we didn't beat Boston, man. But if that's a testament of how games is going to go against them, a little better coaching, a little better decision making, we can beat them. But we didn't, like BG said, we want to beat them. But just to say that it's impossible, I can't say that. Because I'm up in the air about it. I don't think it's impossible. Although we down 3-0 in a series right now, uh, in the season series, I don't think it's out of this world to think that we can beat them in the playoffs. I think we can beat them, but damn it, I'm tired of losing it. I'm tired of losing to them, too. But if if it is a positive, if it is a positive, in my opinion, the Sixers hasn't gotten worse, you know, gradually. They get better every game. They haven't haven't regressed all season. As a collective, but what about individually? Because individually, DeAnthony Melton hasn't been the same. Tyrese Messi hasn't been the you same. Gotta figure that Absolutely. Out. Gotta shake, figure shake, that shake, out. Mil- shake Milton seems like a shell of himself lately. Like as much as say, as, as a much, team, we haven't changed, but individually, some guys have fell off a little bit. Lately. I think as a team, we have changed as far as um, getting better. Yeah, but uh, my expectations of individual players and my criticisms of them comes with. Whether or not they had plays called for them when they missed a shot, whether they getting blown out, blown by on defense, so or like you know what I'm what saying. Did, so what did you think expectations got to be rational. Like, what are you supposed to add twenty? How many times did he shoot? Like, you understand you what I'm about, saying? What did you think about my uh, my take on Toby last game when Jose said I'm tired of getting first quarter Toby and then second quarter, second half he's he's invisible and I straight up said no he, he they literally. Put him in the corner and say, "Just stay in there." Yeah. While we iso ball exactly. With it was a ball lot there. of iso ball yeah. in the second half of that game. Toby just his number never gets called in the second half. Never, never, right. never gets right. called. Some in the of that half. starts at the bench. Yeah, you know how many possessions Harden was dribbling at the like six feet from the top of the key. Like he was just dribbling, assessing things. And I don't think centers should ever had a ball in their hand at the top of the key unless it's off a of pick and roll. So that, that's, that's my take I, I, I on that. Feel, I feel like the two centers. But in B, kind of different. Yeah, that's how I say. The two centers <laughs> that stand out in the NBA, Joel Embiid and Joker, they operate well at the top of the key. I ain't going to front. I, I, I agree with you because I watch 90s basketball, 80s basketball. I yeah, yeah, that. but not decision-making. But now, on. them two months, they get the ball up there, it's going to be a problem. Yes, it is. got to be on the block. So but, so before, before we go into our next segment. Go ahead, baby. Yeah. I would be remiss if I didn't bring up Carl's favorite subject. So we got Dwayne Dedman, right? And he has not played yet. He's still listed as out. Is he hurt? Guess what? That's what they're saying. But guess what? 
as of 30 minutes ago, Nerlens Noel just got bought out. Do we dare cut Deadman and sign Noel back? What y'all think? Is he a better immediately. player? Is he a better player? <laughs> no, no, no. Immediately. Immediately. Why not? Immediately. Why not? Well, it has to be immediate because Noel is uh, an active <laughs> body. He's somebody that's going to bang down low, whether he had two points or not. It'll have to be immediate because the date to sign with a team after you get bought out is March 1st. So it has to be in the next two days that Noel has to get picked up uh, by a team. I say get him, man. I say he gets picked up from somebody tonight. I don't think no. going to that long. Do you think the Sixers should get him? Absolutely. Oh. I said that. Okay. We, All right we don't on. have a backup big. We don't I, I have just, a backup big. But like this, we've been clamoring for Paul Reed to get more minutes. I think he's a more athletic and a longer Paul Reed. So why not? If we want Paul Reed in the game, why wouldn't we want Nerlens Noel? Listen, point yeah. blank. I think Paul Reed might be slightly a little better scorer, but as far as no everything else, Noel got him. Well, with the point guard we have now, you don't even have to be a scorer. You just got to be able to set a solid screen and roll to the rim. Exactly. This, this ain't T.J. McConnell playing point guard no more. This James Harden, yeah. he going to find you in the that. right spots to score. Fact. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fact. Hey, BG, before we roll to our over and unders in two minutes, because we got them in the inbox. I don't know if you peep from the rest of the cast. Uh, one thing, I'm going to touch right on that. One thing I'm peeping last game that did, wasn't really done uh, during the Celtics, <laughs> without the ball. Toby did a beautiful job, him and Embiid, with the two-man game, with Toby yeah. slashing to the basket. We need more of that. You don't got to be robots at the three-point line. Exactly. I don't think nobody should ever be standing around. That's a personal decision. Move. I mean, as a player, you decide when you slash or not. Not the coach. You move. If they're not – no, the, the coach, if he don't see them slashing, he got to say something. Instead say of talking it. to his assistant coaches and every time something happens, he look right to his assistant coach. Man. Like, come on, man. Because, yeah. to be honest Talk to your players. The okay. assistant coaches be the ones coaching. <laughs> I feel like Doc is be. just that Doc just that inspirational voice during timeout. But the assistant coaches be the ones. When I when I went to the game, when I went to the game and was sitting right behind the bench, I'm like, damn, I feel like the assistant coach is doing more of the coaching during timeouts than even Doc. Doc come over and tell them, look, we need to keep up this intensity, do this, blah, 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 blah. But as far as like drawing stuff up, is always the assistant coaches. But see my crazy. It seemed like it's by design because look at his coaching staff. They're all head coaching material. Damn near all of them. You know, Sam Cassell, Georgia, you know what I mean? These guys have experience and can be head coaches otherwise. So I think Jaeger, shut up. Uh, I think Doc Doc purposely falls back and allowed them to do what they do best. But is it right? Nah, I like to hear more of a voice from my coach. Yeah. you know what I mean? He off theatrics to walk out onto the court every time out. You ever notice he take that 30-foot walk onto the court then come back into the huddle? Yeah. What is all them theatrics about? <laughs> I, I think most, most coaches do that because they're allowing their assistant coaches to coach at the time. So you'll always – That makes sense. He'll walk out to the free throw line. Two assistant coaches will walk directly to the players on the bench. One assistant coach will go directly to Doc, and they'll probably – he'll draw something up, show it to Doc, and then Doc will relate it to the players. That happens every single – almost every team does that. Almost every okay. time does that. Is this Doc? For some reason, it is. Does look like theatrics. He walks directly <laughs> to the free throw line and just. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what is that about? <laughs> so <laughs> we finally reached our favorite segment of the show. This is for you, Fanduel goers, Bird, 
people to like to go on bet MGM, put a little money on some rebounds or a jump shot or player props. And we called it BG. For BG over and under. Let's do it. All right, here we go, y'all. We only got three tonight. We got three tonight. So the big fella, the big fella, does he continue his tear offensively? 39 and a half points for Joel and B. Real high number. Real high number. Are you scared to take over? Are you scared? Um, let me see. I'm looking at their roster. I'm gonna say yeah, yeah. That backup center under. Out, that backup center is out. That Omar Yurtsevin, that random ass. Okay. Like, he from somewhere, but he always have an okay game against us. But he's out. Give All right, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under. Give me the points again. Thirty-eight point five. No, thirty-nine point five. That's what I think. And B gonna have thirty-eight point five. I'm just gonna say under though on that. I, I think you're gonna take the under. Uh, I think this is gonna be more of a distributing game from him. Um, I, he'll definitely hit his average, but I think we'll see him pass up more shots to get others involved. We'll see. Uh, I'm going to go with the over. I think early and often he's going to try to get uh, Bam out of Bayou in foul trouble. I uh, say I could see him be shooting 17, 18 free throws tonight. 17, 18 free throw attempts. Get some 40 points. I'm going with the over. So. Understandable. Who, who's, who's, who's the guy that's been missing? Where is he at? Come on, kid. We miss you, man. We miss you, kid. I know you want to be in a starting lineup. I know you do. I, I, it's just your... It, it, I need you to do something for me tonight. Does he get does he get out of his funk? I'm not asking for much. I just want his average. 19 and a half for Tyrese Maxey. Well, I've read an insert in the paper last few games. MB has been in his ear at, right after games. You know they have that type of relationship where he's imploring him to be aggressive and do more. Um, just keeping his hopes up. So I say the kid gets his average tonight. Over. Um, what is his current average again? Because it, um, it fluctuated lately. Last I checked, it was 20, but go ahead and keep talking. Okay, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, it up right now. Why is it showing me the season stats? Go ahead. Keep going. I'm going to say under, and my reason is because <clears throat> Miami got some all right size. They're not a small team by any sport, Bert. He averages exactly what I knew what the over is. 19.4. That's crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say under, simply because I think somebody like Tobias or Melton might have 14 or 15 for some oh, reason. Melton? So I'm going to say Melton. under. He scores? Just, 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 <laughs> just this is all uh, superstitions involved. I, I have nothing to go on. Like, Carl, he thinks things with, with nothing really substantial. To, like, he, I think Embiid's going to distribute the ball. No, you hope? I guess maybe Embiid's going to distribute the ball, or <laughs> there's nothing to think that for. I forgot to, our, I, I forgot to do our disclaimer before the over-under episode. Please, please do not take what we say. Especially, especially Carl. Carl does not bet. Jesus Carl does not do his, Carl does not do his over-unders to win. Come on with the Carl slander, man. With his heart. His heart. Jesus Christ. Please do Jesus not Christ. listen to anything that the Eastley Lord Sixes podcast God. has to say about over-unders. So uh, I know y'all hear the Carl go? hate. It's Did everybody right. go? Yeah, everybody went. Oh no, I didn't go. I yeah. said, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna take the under. I didn't say anything, but I'm gonna take the under. I think he has a better game tonight, but I don't think he cracks 20. I think he gets around like 14, 15. 
So I don't uh, think you're getting it right anyway. So let's go. Mr. Basement. Okay. All right, last but not least, man, uh, all of a sudden, the, the best catch-and-shoot guy we got on the team, all of a sudden, I thought it was Tobias. George Yang, but apparently it's Tobias. Tobias Harris, two-and-a-half three-pointers made tonight. Over. Easy. Easy. Over. You feeling it? That was It's like a bold prediction to not think that he would yeah, <laughs> at I mean, this point. I mean, because that's what he is to this offense now, man. Like, I, yeah. Toby's been changed to that. But he's taking that role on it. He's been making – he's been knocking down shots. Now. It's been, been effective. It's about the effectiveness of it. It's been effective. Spacing, attention paid to a player. Like, you understand what I'm saying? So, I think I think that works out the way – Toby occupies a defender. He, or at least he's going to start occupying a defender. That's what I like about the little bit that Melton brings. You got to pay attention to him out there. That creates spacing. So, he's not crushing with 15 and 16 a night – well, he's an all right defender, and that the the fact that you got to pay attention to him creates spacing. That's that's my thing with Melton. Although we want more from like a few guys, matter of play calling, I guess. Honestly, want more from everybody except for the big two right now. Like everybody, yeah. I give us more than what they're giving us. Yeah, I would love I, I love Toby's eighteen, but I would love that. I think Toby could have scored twenty six, twenty seven if he got his number called in the second half. I feel like Melton has been a shell of himself since the change of the clock, since the change of the new year. I feel like since Maxi went to the bench, he's just a, a roller coaster. He'll have a 20-point game, but then he'll have a six-point game. I need every He's still a pretty good defender, though. But and if you if you if you want certain players to have a certain amount of points, you gotta do the math, man, and be kind of rational about the situation. You get Toby 26, you give Melton 16 and B for we're not scoring a buck 40, but 50. Somebody gotta not do so much, which I hope would be in B, so he ain't got to work so hard. But I think in B gonna do what he do, no matter what the circumstances. So these guys not gonna have twenty and it's fifteen and forty. Just, and just don't turn the ball over. Play D, and and that's, and that's all I ask. And that's the thing. I don't need twenty out of Melton, but it would be nice to see twelve. Well, Tobias, that's it. Yeah, that's it would it. be nice to see twelve that's from it. Melton. Yeah. We need, we, we need 12? twelve. We I totally that I agree, but my criticisms when it comes to scoring or not comes with. Shots taken and shots missed. If you took three shots, you can't gonna have twelve. If Yang take four or five shots, tops that's fifteen, but he's not making five threes all the time or likely. So but you're I gonna look, have eight points. But I look at but I look at Niang. If he shoots five threes, I expect three of them. So that's nine yeah. right there. If he that's not only shoot five shots. Nine. Listen. And he did drive nine, to the basket 13 nine. times this season. 90% of George Niang's threes are open threes. It's not like he's shooting in people's face. Like yeah, so I right. expect him to make he that's he's you a know, specialist. Yeah. He makes you know, do you know mm-hmm. why Tyrese Maxey was somewhat successful in the starting lineup offensively? I don't think he was offensively. He averaged okay. 19 points a game. Oh, yeah, no, no, he averaged 20, he averaged 20, 21 minutes to the bench. 20, yeah, yeah. Because, because, and a half. because not only just with Harden being the point guard that he is, but you have to play with some sort of aggression when you're playing with Joe and Harden, two very exactly. dominant guys. So exactly, when you, when you get those opportunities, you got to drive it, you got to take it, you got to uh, go get fouled. You know what I mean? Get to the basket somehow, some way. I, I need to see he has an inning. I understand. Oh, absolutely, Maxi should drive to the basket every time he got a slight window. Oh, fact. That's an effective play. He got to be aggressive. 
I think I think that's what's holding him back. I don't think Harden or Embiid have a problem with that. Like they not numbers looking for numbers. Embiid just ball. I don't think numbers is on his mind. He is extremely special. I, I guarantee they want Maxi to get out of this slump and not get out of this slump and have sixteen and have a good shoot night. They want Maxi to go out there and beat. They 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 put the battery in his back. Harden put that battery in his back. Long with the, dog, go get a bucket, dog. That's what you do. They, yeah. they, they want that. Maxi and Harden. Stop hesitating. Every time you get the gun. Yeah, go ahead, dog. Go we need him to be an Andrew Tony. We need, we need, we need Maxi to be an Andrew Tony. I don't care. If he can get to that basket and, and, and make seven out of 12, let him do it. Because he's going to make seven out of 12. Yeah. On his drive. It was crazy. It was crazy against Boston Bird, man. It was a couple plays. Uh, the whole, I want to say third quarter. Maxie looked lost. Yeah. Like he so why ain't he doing nothing? Out there. Scared like, like lost. Out there. <laughs> hey, Carl, he looked scared and lost. I don't know super what's scared. And that's when that lead disappeared. Yeah. We should have beat Boston, man. Me and BG should have been like happy as hell that night. But listen, I look at it, I look at it this way before we go off, because we're heading towards that time. It's seven o'clock. I look at it this way. We could be we can beat Boston. I like us in a in a series against Boston. Why? The ultimate optimist. Go ahead. No, no, these are facts. Our third, our third best scorer didn't score much. Okay. Uh, you know, just a regular game by Maxi, which is 16, 17 points by Maxi. We win that game. So, you know, it's as easy as that. And Tatum was off early. He was off early, but PJ had him off early. PJ was in his mix. PJ was monstrous, monstrous, man. Yeah, maybe he was holding that for now, but y'all gotta go. Uh, it's like I don't know. Well, we'll talk about it more. We'll have more to talk about. Quick bowls, quick bowls, quick bowls, quick bowls. Go ahead, Carl. Oh, bowls, yeah. Maxi 28 points. My bowl prediction is Melton 14 points. That's, that's so that's, that's damn shame. That's sad that that's bold. Y'all just said that y'all just made it sound like he can't score 14 no more. So oh, I know. Yeah, I guess we made it so that is a bold prediction. I guess we did. It is a bold I, prediction. I guess we did make it so that is a bold prediction. Uh, Joel Embiid, 20 free throw attempts tonight. Oof. 20 free throw attempts tonight. That's shackish. Yeah. I mean, he be flirting with it every game. He yeah. be flirting with it every game. He the, second, he the yeah. second highest free throw shooter in the league. Not percentage, but attempts a game. Oh, he's second? Yeah, he's second. Uh, Giannis goes to the line more. It's Giannis and B, then Luca. Yeah, Giannis and B, okay. Luca for attempts. Our, our 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 lady of the podcast, Jen, is at the game. We oh damn, I never even did. Tonight. I never even showed. I never even showed the starting lineup. It's the regular starting lineup. My bad. Okay. Headed up Gennaro, we hear you. Fifteen assists. We hear you. Uh, so please, y'all, come back after the game. Join us for post game so we could wrap it up and bust it up about beating the Heat tonight. Hopefully, yeah. And put your attention on top of the screen. You'll notice we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. We depend on word of mouth advertisements. So, BG, what we need people to do. Don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about the Eat Sleep Sixes podcast. And if you didn't understand in English, BG, How tell them in Espanol. No. He froze. <laughs> he froze. No <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, BJ. I just did. No, you, you ain't froze. Hear me? 
No. Oh, I froze. froze. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't gonna get it out. <laughs> I ain't gonna get it now, man. I did it. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Hey, man. Y'all gonna hear it on post game, y'all. All right, y'all, man. Let's Peace go six. See y'all. See y'all post game. One eleven, one oh four. Watch.